And you are currently in the hospital? That is correct. The team has gotten you medical attention just outside of Dunwich. Patterson has arranged for you and Sam to be transported to a Boston hospital now. It has been about a day and a half since you first got out of Dunwich. You got out that evening. They got you medical attention. The next morning, you were transported to Boston. It is now the next morning. Do you want to... Ask me anything else about your situation. Finn, I'm assuming, is in a hospital bed. Mm-hmm. He has been shot in the leg. Right. Yes. Does he have a private room? Semi-private? Like, how many other people are in the room? Semi-private. I think, I want to say there's probably one other person, but that other person is Let's say unconscious most of the time. Not on life support, but he's out a lot. So as you are laying in bed, convalescing, you'll hear movement outside the door, and you'll hear it open, and you'll hear a familiar voice, Patterson, saying, thank you very much. Please don't let anyone disturb us. And you'll hear the footsteps come in, and you'll start to see him as he rounds that little bit of a get in your line of sight. And he'll take his hat off, take his coat off, and walk up and pull the curtain around and take a seat and just look at you, assessing your situation right now. Well, I have to say, this is the first time I'm actually happy to see you. He'll smile and go, how are you doing? I've been better. The nurses don't like to talk much, so it's a, it's a wee bit lonely. And my, my leg's killing me. I swear I don't have enough painkillers here. Are you in a lot of pain? Ah, uh, more than I'd wish be. Hmm. Hey, gunshots are, you know, pretty painful, but usually once they dig that bullet out and stitch you up, you'll be right as, right as rain in a few days. Oh, that's good to know. I don't think I've ever been shot before. Hmm. Okay. So he's going to get serious, and he'll pull out a pen, uh, paper, a pad, and uh, cross his legs and, and go, So, Finn, um, how are we going to handle the assault charges? And which assault charges are you talking about there? Well, two agents say that you attack them and so we have to figure out what are we going to do about the assault charges that are going to be levied by the other two against you well i noticed i noticed early on that some people started to get a little a little weird in the head so i i took a sample of the um like the vines and stuff around the outside of the building yeah I have a feeling they may have been mildly hallucinogenic. Oh. So. So that's your defense. You were high on some kind of hallucinogenic, and that's why you attacked two other agents. Well, well, no, it wasn't just me. I thought maybe there was some, some thing coming from there. Cause like, I remember hearing about Sam thinking he's like, has gills on his neck and stuff. And well, he didn't. So. Mm-hmm. 
I figure there's some sort of some sort of thing to make people go a wee bit crazy. So this is great, Finn. If you have some kind of mitigating circumstance to explain why you attacked one agent and actually caused a, an injury to a second, then this is great. Can you give me a detailed description of the hallucinations that you were having then that would give reason for you to do these things? Well, so there, hmm, my hallucinations start off a, a wee bit, um, how should I put it, uh, mundane, I, I would say. As, as I remember, I, it felt very vivid. So, um, first of all, I was cold, could not, could not keep warm. So I was turning on all the fires, right? So I was doing that. And then, um, uh, a friend of mine back from Ireland, um, I saw her in, uh, in one of the rooms upstairs. So I was talking with her and whatever. And, um, I'm sure, I'm sure you have, uh, you've heard of what's happened in Ireland right now with all the, the times of troubles and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I lived through part of that and, um, I, um, I imagined the black and tans were raiding us and I was in Ireland and I needed to protect her and, well, I, I grabbed a knife and may have cut someone to, to try and save her. He's writing all of this down with great interest. He says, oh, your friend from Ireland, a she, what, what was her, what's her name? Evelyn. Evelyn, I need to have a complete report here, Finn, if we're going to have a defense. So, last name? Of course. Uh, Evelyn Daly. All right. Oh, also... The knife. You said you grabbed a knife. Where did you grab the knife from? I I honestly can't remember. I mean, I was in the kitchen for a bit, so I must have been from there, but I'm not sure why I'd take a knife. The kitchen? I, I'm, yeah, that would be my best guess. I can't remember where I got it. So you were lighting fires, and you went into the kitchen, and you grabbed the knife there and then you went well i was i lit the stove in the um the okay. kitchen so while i was mm-hmm. there i must have grabbed the knife i can't for the life of me i can't remember why i grabbed it okay and then from the kitchen you went i went upstairs to uh see if there was because i remembered when i came in i saw a chimney so i figured there might be a study or something to light another fire into okay warm the house all right so you went into a room and you lit another fire. Did you see anybody else? Or is that where you saw Evelyn? Uh, I first saw Evelyn and then, and then I spoke with her and then she's telling me back in Ireland and, you know, I'm, you know, 15 again, talking with her and doing whatever. And then, um, then it's a black and tan raid. It's the next thing I know. So I run out and I say, <laughs> I, uh, I remember seeing, um, Philip, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's English and black and tans were mostly English. So, um, mine's 
play tricks on you. So I'm fairly certain that's uh, when it first started and me assaulting him. So you saw Philip, you mistook him for a black and tan, and that's where you took the knife that you got from the kitchen and you attacked him. Yes, yeah. Okay. And then you left there and... How was Philip's state when you saw him? Did he say anything strange or... It's Philip. He always says something strange. <laughs> uh, I, I frankly can't remember. Um, I remember I was just focusing on starting the fire and then focusing on trying to keep Evelyn safe. And I was, I, honestly, I was not paying much attention at all to Philip. Sorry. Okay. So you were of a mind to grab samples. You remember wanting to light fires because you were cold. You vaguely remember grabbing a knife out of the kitchen. You remember a conversation with Evelyn. And you remember attacking Philip, but you don't remember anything Philip has said. I mean... Any comments as you approached him with a knife? Um, I mean, let me just, I, I've, to be honest, I haven't thought of it, haven't thought about it much. So, if you give me a minute, I can, I can take a wee, a wee thought. Um, right. No, I remember. Take your time. I really want to make sure you get this straight. Yeah, of course, of course. So I remember first the door was barricaded or something to get into the room he was in, right? And then there was something about a mummy. I think. And a feather. A mummy and a feather. So now you do remember something he said. He talked about seeing a mummy and a feather. I think. I think that's all. That's, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not sure if it was a mummy or if it was his mummy, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then feather just because who talks about feathers when they're trying to you know, in my mind, I thought he was trying to kill me. So who talks about fetters when they're trying to kill someone? So that's that's all the only reason I remember that one. So in your state of hallucinating that he's a black and tan storming the home, trying to get to you and Evelyn, he's talking about mummies and feathers, but that wasn't enough to break your hallucinogenic state, apparently. You still attacked him with the knife you found in the kitchen. Yes. This does not really look well for me, does it? Ah, don't worry about it, Finn. I haven't had an agent yet go to jail. Well, that's good to hear. So let's go to... Let's go to Bruno. Bruno was saying the house was on fire. He had gotten everybody out, but you tried to get back in. Can you tell me what was happening there? So that, I remember... I don't... I don't, I remember going back in and then everything just goes black. So I remember I was telling Evelyn to hide under the bed, right? And then it was on fire. So we, some of us left. I can't remember how I got out, but I somehow got out. And then I remember seeing Evelyn in the window, waving goodbye. And then I ran in and then I forget everything. So you don't remember I, attacking? 
I don't, I mean, you say I attacked Bruno, but I honestly, I honestly don't remember it. The doctors say it too. He has a pretty good, uh, cut on his arm where he was uh, slashed. Do you know how that happened? Uh, from, if everyone else said I did it, I wouldn't doubt it. But I cannot remember that at all. Okay. Do you remember hearing a gunshot? No, but I assume I was shot as my leg hurts. And um, doctors have told me I've been shot in the leg. So uh, I don't remember that either. You don't remember the pain? Nothing from it? I'm... Until uh, being in here in the hospital? No, I remember seeing Evelyn running in to save her. And nothing. Hmm. What about Charlotte or Sam or or even Bruno? Do you remember any odd instances occurring with them any time during your visit to the Dunwich house? I just remember um, Sam saying fish gills and stuff. That's the only thing I remember of him. Um, The others, Bruno, I... I mean, the only thing I remember about Bruno is that before he even stepped in, he wanted to set the place on fire. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not out of the ordinary, though. And and uh, Cookie, I don't remember anything she did. Honestly. I barely remember she was there. Hmm. Okay. All right. Can you give me your impressions of the um, the homeowner? Mr. Uh, Hodge? Right. Mr. Hodge. Let me think. Uh, he was, um, I think he knew something was up with the house. I think he, um, I'm not certain if he's, uh, if he knew what would happen or not. But, um, he seemed very keen on leaving real quick. I can't remember him specifically. But, um, I'm not sure, but he might have cult toys, is my suspicion. Uh, oh no, he said he was from the south though, so I don't know if it's, sorry, I haven't been doing much too, too much thinking of him. You know, old man from the south isn't exactly what I think, like to think about. Hmm. I always found whenever I was in the hospital, I had nothing but time to think. Well, that's true, but. I think of other things, not old men from the southern United States. He'll smile at you and say, well, I saw some of the nurses on this floor, and he'll give you a little wink in the smile. Uh, Finn smiles back. So have they let you know anything about Sam's condition? The doctors or nurses, since you were both transported in? Uh, no, I haven't. I wasn't even aware that he was... In the hospital, too. Hmm. You weren't aware that Sam suffered injuries at the Dunwich house? I was not. Oh. Mm, okay. May I inquire as to... Oh, don't worry, so? Finn. You didn't assault him. Thank you. As well. No, no, no. It was just... I was worried. I mean... Just Agent Wiesel and, and uh, Bruno. But Bruno was self-defense when he shot you, which is why he's not dealing with assault charges. But you are 
the knife. That's right, the knife. Where do you remember leaving it, if you remember leaving it? I vaguely remember having it charging into the house. And then... Before you were shot by Bruno? Yes, and I remember seeing Evelyn having the knife in the hand and running to the house. Having the knife in the hand. Vaguely. It's You remember clearly seeing the knife in your hand. Uh, Finn closes his eyes for a moment and... No, I can't say I do remember that, actually. I, I guess I was... No, I don't know where I dropped it. Okay. Sorry, it's it's a very fuzzy events, you know. Yes. and and, you know, my back of my head still hurts from, I'm assuming Bruno walloped me proper on the back of the head so I wouldn't <laughs> um, die in the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some would argue he possibly saved your life, stopping you from running into a building that one could argue due to the amount of fires you set in it facilitated the arson at the mention of the fires that finn set he has kind of like a quirky grin on his face like being proud of setting all those fires and the house burning down really huh let me see that is seen are you trying to hide it or no no, not really at all. I mean, it's more of just like a, oh yeah, I set fires and it's kind of what we were supposed to do. And I was on hallucinogens at the time. So I was doing my job even when not meaning to. Okay. As you were speaking, let's roll a persuade. Yes, you are working very well to persuade. Let me just see if we're buying what you're selling. I'm going to say that he believes you believe this. That's the best Finn can hope for. He doesn't think you're being deceitful. He's making some notes, talking. So we'll look at you after uh, he writes some notes. And So Finn, typical procedure in these events when we have issues of agents causing bodily injury to other agents. Would you feel safe continuing to work with this team, or do you feel you're going to want to put in a transfer? So I firmly believe that Bruno was trying to help me, and if that was the case, then he's fine, or at least maybe not fine, but he he knows that there is something weird about that house, right? Mm-hmm. And I think if we both know that, then we can both work through it. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with that. Um, and like like you mentioned, he probably saved my life. So I can't really um, go against him on that one. Philip, though, I... Hmm, kind of sits rubbing his chin for a moment. To be honest, I've never really been scared of him, so... There's nothing really to be scared of or feel unsafe with him there. So no, like I'm perfectly fine going back. Oh, all right. So no issues with Bruno or Philip at all. You can continue to work with them. As long as they're okay with working with me, yeah. If they'd rather see me gone or they have issues with it, then 
I mean, I'll, I'll gladly be the person to transfer if it's best for the team. Mm-hmm. Owen, uh, Charlotte, I know you don't remember anything while you were in the home. Do you remember anything happening with Charlotte before you got to Dunwich? Anything odd? I'm just trying to check up and make sure that the team's cohesive. Charlotte, let me think. Um, we're driving there. It was cold. We're trying to read a book. She seemed just quiet and content. Okay. All right. Have you ever heard her talk about an ash at all? Ash? Ash, yes. Ash. Like, like the tree. Um, like a person. Have you ever heard her speak about a person named Ash before? Oh, um, hmm. No, I don't, I don't think I have. Hmm. Okay. No, that's good. He'll put the pad of paper away and the, the pen away in his, uh, jacket pocket. He'll stand up and Look like he's ready to depart, but as he uh, grabs his coat and puts his hat on, he'll look at you and say, Oh, Finn, one more thing. What did um you and Evelyn talk about? I mean, seeing a old friend that you haven't seen, and he'll kind of air quote it a bit, seen in a while. He kind of smirks at the uh, air quote. Well, um, so... Funny thing, right before I left for uh, the Americas, uh, she was going to come over and help me with uh, my homework. So that's exactly what she came over to do, was to help me with my homework. Um, so, yeah, we were going to start homework. <laughs> so Evelyn was a tutor. Uh, sort of. She was like a big sister. Like, I've known her since I was, I mean, since forever, right? So she's kind of been like part of the family, you know, that's Irish, right? Ireland, you know, everyone's part of everyone's family sort of thing. But her more so than most, where she, uh, uh, you know, she helped raise me, helped babysit and whatnot. And, uh, uh she was, you know, just part of, I mean, yeah, she was helping tutor me, but also, not just because it was we were paying her, but because, you know, she just wants to help out the family. You understand? Yeah, no, yeah, I do. All right. He'll uh, take a few steps away. Uh, sorry, before you go, can, can I make a, a request? Uh, what do you need? It is dreadfully boring in here. Could you get me, like, a couple of light novels to read? if, Or get someone to bring me some? Sure. I'll get you something to read. That'd be splendid. Thanks. Oh, and uh, those uh, samples you took, they tested them. Oh? Yeah. You got vines with some kind of typical run-of-the-mill mold on them. So nothing special? No, no hallucinogen on them? No. Nothing that uh, could cause the the reactions all of you had. So we're talking uh, spooky nonsense then. Well, you're an agent of derp. You, you know that comes with the job. I was hoping it wouldn't be that for this time. 
you know, something less spooky than, than, uh, whatever haunted house it is. Hmm. Wow. We've, uh, we've checked out the homeowner and he's doesn't seem to be part of any, uh, what was it you called it? Part of a, some sort of cult. I just thought because why would he be so eager to just let people stay there if he's, because he seemed super eager to just let us be there. And so, and he's also talking about in the ad, right? It was, you know, mm-hmm. learn yourself better or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. I, I, he's been, uh, thoroughly checked out. No, uh, no nefarious doings. I mean, he's not, he's not a, you know, pillar of society by any means, but he's, Checked out well enough. Yeah, well, all right. That's that's good to know that it wasn't malicious, anyway. Mm. I'll uh, I'll locate some uh, books and uh, have one of those pretty nurses uh, bring them into you. Okay. I'm starting to like you a bit more now. Any uh, requests? I've been uh, a good like Holmes novel or something. Nod his head at that. Sure thing. And then he's going to take his hand and he's going to pat you on the leg right on the wound. <clears throat> and he's going to walk out. Uh, no, I really don't like him anymore. Well, Finn, you've survived your interrogation. Surprisingly easy. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I like that you think that. (laughs) Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get a without-a-net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard in the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a Net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.